Hello and welcome to the Venus and Vesta Astrology podcast. This is the January episode for January 2023 and perhaps you've listened to the whole year 2023, the whole episode about what's going on for the whole year because it kind of needs to be put in context because I think the first month of the year is always like, well, what's going to happen? How's it going to be? Um, And there's quite an interesting month with sort of some dynamic changes and real connections made, joining the dots of what's really been going on so that we can understand better where our future lies. So we're going to start the year on the 2nd and 3rd of January. Um, Hopefully, you know, after we've all celebrated wonderfully, that the sun in Capricorn is going to square the Chiron, sorry, the sun in Capricorn is going to square Chiron in Aries. And that's kind of the sun responsible Capricorn is saying, right, we've we've got to be, be good here and do the right thing for the Chiron where it's in Aries is that deep sensitivity. I understand what my triggers are, what deep sensitivity I have and I should be thinking about, and now I've got to move that forward. So the square is like, let's take action on this, let's do something. So this is great for New Year's resolutions. This is great for you to go, right, this is actually what I need to do. Forget what the newspapers or the media or my friends are saying, this is what I need to do. And that might be against what other people are thinking, but definitely this, uh, the second or third, that's the way everyone should be thinking about what they need to be doing for the year, which is kind of good, really. Um, but however, I'm going to say hold on till the planets go direct to actually action any of that stuff. So that's later in the month on the 16th and the 18th of January. So, but starting the year for however, so we've got all these kind of really deep concern about what we need to be doing and kind of feeling of, yes, this is for me, when on the 6th of January, we have a full moon in Cancer. And of course, Cancer is very emotional and very uh, together with the family dynamic. And of course, we've just come through Christmas and had lots of family dynamics, I am sure. Um, So this full moon, it's kind of, are, are we, we're either kind of really kind of embroiled in the family dynamics of what happened and how we're feeling about how we sat with our parents, our family, our extended family. And perhaps, you know, this is this is like the full on, oh God, I think I've had enough. I mean overwhelm here. Or potentially on the other side you could be kind of going, well, I'm not ready for work yet. I'm not ready to go beyond my domestic situation out into the world. I want to be in cosseted inside the family home watching videos still, uh, watching Christmas movies still. But anyway, I think it's a really good time to look at any ancestral dynamic, family dynamic that's going on, especially within the male line, the patriarchal, because Mercury is opposite this moon in Capricorn and it's Mercury retrograde digging deep into Capricorn, which is the patriarchy, which is the business side of thing. This is the programming. And so there is this idea here that, you know, we want to go beyond 
But actually, this Capricorn is going, hold on a second, this is what's been going on forever. You know, as much as cancer is about family, Capricorn is about the ancestral side. So there may be this idea that, you know, well, this is what's been happening in my family for years, and I can change that. And of course, we will have seen all what's been happening in our family for years over Christmas. But this full moon in Cancer will bring that to a head for you personally or in a group dynamic. And I do remember um, speaking about this last year in my uh, moon circle group where we wanted to go back to the male line of our families to see how they felt about this really patriarchal kind of positioning of men having to be men and unfeeling and um, courageous and earn all the money. And, and really, we wanted to look at that and see what the men in our family felt. And some of them felt really oppressed by this you know, their their challenges and they they all kind of felt that they were quite controlling and dynamic and even angry and and um violent to the women in the family because that they thought that was their role, that was the given role of the man and the patriarchy at the time, because the you know the definition of, of your roles was very um was much more extremely outlined then and the men there felt that this was too much and they almost wanted us to um, forgive them they were apologetic of that so I think this is a good time to feel into that as well um, again this time it's coming around um, but with Mercury's help there Mercury in retrograde Mercury was in retrograde as well at that point last year because he's repeating the same kind of Capricorn Mercury uh, Mercury retrograde so that's for the 6th of the 6th of um, January, where we have the full moon in Cancer. Now, right after that, on the 7th, so I kind of feel almost it's the same, the 6th, the 7th, the same days, because in other parts of the world, it'd be the 7th, 8th or the 5th, 6th. But anyway, on the 7th, we have a Mercury Kazemi. Mercury Kazemi is like, I love a, a Kazemi day. Now, it only happens with Venus and Mercury because they're the only two planets that come between the Earth and the Sun. And so a Mercury Kazemi is when the when Mercury retrogrades back in front of the Sun or Venus, if it's a Venus Kazemi. When either of these planets are going direct uh, they and they pass the Sun, they're going on the other side, so it's a superior conjunction. When they retrograde, they're coming back in front of the Sun, so that's an inferior conjunction. And this inferior conjunction, when it's in between, it's, we, um, they're at de they're different heights in the sky, different declinations, so we're not going to see the actual conjunction as we have seen in the past. That's not going to happen for a few years. However, so this Mercury uh, on the 7th of January is going to come back in front of the sun so from our from our point on earth we <clears throat> will see mercury in front of the sun but not directly and be underneath or above but exactly in line and when the uh, kazemi happens it's like this fabulous it's like giving little mercury all the power and um you know dynamism of the sun the vibrancy of the sun and if you think the sun is the size of the face of big ben and that mercury in that would be like a little sesame seed a tiny sesame seed in that that kind of <clears throat> scale so when mercury comes to be of venus but mercury in this case comes in front of the sun it's like Kapow! It suddenly Mercury is emboldened to supersize me up. 
really powerful news, communication, uh, travel journey and our thinking powers. And this is when these Kazemis happen. It's like this eureka moment of, God, God, I've got it. I understand now. And so we either get something really quite profound or we get news or the news is revealed or secrets are revealed. Something, something is shown to us that it's like, whoa, I really understand now. So um, this could be something to do with contracts or agreements. This could be political ideas. And of course, we've got Mars still retrograding Gemini information. So these two are working really closely together in the sense that um, this that, that Mercury uh, rules Gemini and Mars is retrograde in Gemini. But Mercury here in Capricorn, in the business world, in the political world, is really wanting to expose some of the things we need to know. So this is a big day. And obviously, I've mentioned before so many of the things that we do need to know. And, um, you know, there's this saying, it's a good day to bury bad news. And you've got to go, yeah, I can bury the bad news because there's so much else going on. However, on this day, it's a Kazemi day, you won't be able to bury it. It's going to come out. Something will be exposed. And um, this will be on the grand global level, but also in our personal lives. If these planets, if you've got planets at 16 or 8 degrees, something here will kind of click and you will get the news or the contract or something will come up or signing or and I know they say don't sign anything on a Mercury retrograde but I feel it's not don't sign anything it's just take your time in signing it and really look at it carefully so um yeah the seven, the sixth and seventh are going to be quite powerful days and we've only just got to the first week in January now I mentioned the the eight degree because Mars will be spending the well up until the 25th of January from the 1st to the 25th of January, right on the eight degree point where he stations. He's stationing here. So some of that time is going to be in retrograde and some of that time is going to be direct. And Mars goes direct on the 12th of January. So midway on that point. Um, and Mars going direct, you know, that's like a big sigh of relief that we've been having Mars, who is about our energy and our thrust forward in life. Mars now going, for, going forward, it's like, oh my God, I can actually get some stuff done now. And this is the end of the confusion and the discombobulation. This is, this is where I've been confused and the chaos because it's in Gemini, and now I can go forward. I mean, that is quite a big day, especially after the 6th and 7th. Now we have the 12th, we can move forward with our ideas, with our programming, with um, writing our books, getting things done, getting things on paper, and this is a much better day after the 12th to start signing things, to get things going, and um, especially connections to people, sending out email blasts, to doing your social media, and uh, getting marketing campaigns going. If you have any planets or at the eight degree mark, I'm sure they will be powered up too. So that's a fantastic time. It feels like that whole eight degree round the zodiac is going to have a real thrust forward all the way through January. It's as if it's been held back and held back by this Mars retrograde and the Mercury retrograde. So, um, the Mercury retrograde is at eight degrees as well, and Mercury stations for a week as well at eight degrees. 
And so Mars and Mercury are in conjunct to each other, which means that they're um, one of them is one, one sign away from an opposition. And when it's one sign away from an opposition either side, it makes an inconjunct, and that means it's a blind sight. They, they can't see each other. They're not connecting. And that's where I, where I have mentioned before in other um, issues when we've talked about the Gemini full moon or the Mars retrograde, that when Gemini and Mars are in conjunct, one's kind of wanting to take all the action and get things right and talk. And, and the other, that this time the Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, is probably not realising how much other stuff is going on and thinking that they can carry on doing what they do um, uh, delving into another piece of information. So it's like both hands are doing something completely different or doing similar stuff in this case, but actually not really joining the dots. We're not really going to get people to come full circle with the information that they found out. They're not going to get it. And that's quite disappointing in a way, but there will be a much more of a thrust forward because when they don't get it and they don't get it and they keep not really joining the dots, after a while, eventually they do and then it's such a powerful revelation. And of course, so Mars going direct on the 12th of January, it's like everything we've learnt in this retrograde, everything that we've piled back on, everything that we've kind of delved deep into and learnt about is now ready to come out and go forward in a much more profound and dynamic way this is where we can speak our truth but it's also when we can speak more lies it's like yeah I've got this I've, I'm going to say it anyway and I'm going to have my time here having the conversations and you know I've done this work and I, now I'm going forward it's the expose of all that stuff so uh, on a personal level it's quite good to move forward now but on a global level I really think we're going to see some big operations starting to be exposed or come out or move forward. Things that they've been planning are ready to move forward. We're going to have more energy and more certainty and clarity about our own um, projects and um, about our friends, our connections to people. And we also, we, as I say, we can start writing the book and we can do our social media and marketing and we can start learning something. Um, and that's quite important, you know, really receiving some information and, and making use of it, joining it up to, to make it more powerful in our lives. This thrust forward with Mars, I think, is important because we have been held back. It's a three month long um, retrograde. So now on the 18th, we've got Mercury going direct. You know, just a few days afterwards, Mercury goes direct. Mercury, ruler of Gemini, but he is now in Capricorn. So it's the information that's going on in the business world. Mercury is going direct and it's like, again, ready to have that expose, ready to have the conversation, ready to put the, the markers in and make, join the dot to dots and really combine lots of information. So in some sense, there may be two operations going ahead and they might be going in completely different directions with these two um, forward motions of these two planets. And potentially also this is, this Mercury is sitting at eight degrees um, Capricorn and Mars is at eight degrees Gemini and President Biden has his Saturn at nine degrees um, 
Gemini. And I really think for him, this is an important time to expose his brain power, what he's really thinking, or lack thereof, whatever's going on there. So I think we might see something around his um, his um, dementia even. You know, we, this might be a, talk, a talking point at this point to kind of really people going, well, this person really is finding um, it difficult to communicate and to express and um, even walk up a few flights of stairs. So that might be exposed at that time because it really is happening to him. On the same day, the 18th again, so on the 18th, it's Mercury going direct in, in Capricorn. On the same day, the Sun is conjunct Pluto. The Sun conjunct Pluto at 28 degrees in Capricorn. Now, Capricorn, obviously the business world, the political world, and Pluto's here digging deep into the toxicity, into the corruption, and here along comes the sun to power that up. And of course, it's on the same day and um, we're right next to the USA's Pluto return point. And I think this is a powerful day for the power to shift to someone else, to somewhere else or loss of power. Really, it is a huge shift in and in intense way. Uh, there may be some political intrigue and something really exposed on this day or even powered up it's not just the loss of power powered up on the 18th but with mercury going direct it's like there's a huge shift in the dynamic around the political arena and as i say it connects to president biden as well and america's uh, pluto return so we may see shifts going on with in america around the 18th now on the 20th the reason why i said at the beginning that January really kind of not only are we focused on the rest of the year anyway but because there's big changes going on in March of this year I think January might give us a few tasters because on the 20th the sun moves into Aquarius so Aquarius season starts all the crazy stuff starts and um but you know at that point at the zero moves into zero degree Aquarius and then at one degree Aquarius we have the Aquarius new moon now, that one degree is right next to the naught degree, obviously, and that naught degree is where Pluto is going to sit in March till June the 11th. So there's a this naught degree Aquarius around that point is quite poignant for what's going to happen in the future. Now, we've already had the um, December 2020 great conjunction at this zero degree Aquarius point. And then again, we've had the, this Pluto now sitting on this is going to be happening in March. So when we have this new moon in Aquarius at one degree, I think this is a powerful shift for the future. Uh, and because Aquarius is about our future and it's like a, the shift forward of like, let's look forward to the future. What's going to be happening for the rest of the year? What's going to be happening with our lives as we move on? Because it's not just this on its own. It's the big shift for Pluto as well happening later so let's get ready for something quite profound to be announced or for to move us forward almost like we're top with suddenly we have um uh the big revelation about uh, our off-planet wars or off-planet beings all those kind of things could could be exposed or or in in the headlines at least 
So that's on the 20th. So we're expecting big Aquarian kind of cosmic codes to be enhanced and at the forefront. So also on the 22nd, Uranus, planet crazy planet Uranus, is going to go direct at 14 degrees Taurus. And of course, Uranus rules um, Aquarius, where we've had the new moon. And uh, this is like the crazy twist of fate being thrown at us around it's like wow I did not expect that to happen or if you did expect that ha to happen you're going to go how did they pull that off that's just mad so this new moon is intrinsically the new moon in Aquarius is intrinsically linked then to this Uranus going direct it's got this very futuristic and quite unexpected and really offbeat energy around it it's like a massive curveball thro being thrown in um so Uranus obviously rules the new moon and because it's going to be in Aquarius and um, sorry, Aqu Uranus rules the new moon and it's in Aquarius, which it, it rules. And we are paving the way here for Pluto to come into Aquarius. And at the same time in Aquarius as well, Venus conjuncts Saturn in Aquarius. Now, Venus and Saturn, you might think Venus is all about the love and my heart and Saturn is the fatherly, oppressive, restrictive energy. But actually together, they often bring about real stability and commitment to affairs of the heart. And there's a steadying and there's, there's a real heartfelt understanding for the gifts of humanity and humanity as a whole. And because this is happening in Aquarius, which has the new moon and Uranus is going direct and Uranus rules Aquarius. I feel like this is like this joining of Venus and Saturn at this point is like a real steadying of humanity's um, ideas about where going and may, maybe there may be some humanitarian crisis to come out that we all then sit up and go right we've got to put this right maybe something like in Iran where there's a real um, you know mass uh, execution being planned of protesters or in China this is where we can come together and really kind of go right we're going to do the right thing here this is this is where I really feel a connection to the rest of humanity and I'm going to make sure things go well and do the right thing. Now, what also happens on the 22nd as Uranus goes direct? Uranus is the last planet in retrograde. So as he turns direct and that's always going to be a crazy day because he's chaotic and um when he turns, goes forward or back, like who knows? It's like, it's kind of crazy. So when he goes forward now, all the planets are going to be in direct motion. So we have APDM. APDM is like full speed ahead. And this is the sort of caveat to, to retrograde, the fear around the retrograde. So when we have planets all going ahead, there's no checking list. There's no, there's no looking backwards. There's no, um, um, let's consider this before we move ahead kind of idea. There's no pausing. It's full speed ahead. This is like the Titanic and the iceberg. We're just going ahead whether you like it or not. And that's great if you want to get stuff done. We've got we've got until the 21st of April to really move forward with our plans and what we what we want to do. And with Uranus, it's future plans. With Uranus, it's anything crazy, anything kind of futuristic, anything to do with tech and, and anything to do with it. That's great if you've got um to buy a new computer or you've got to learn about something or create something or you're doing a podcast 
but also tech full speed ahead. That means our digital futures are going to be panned out. And, and you know, maybe that's a bit of AI is going to be promoted and pushed through. Maybe that's facial recognition. Maybe that's social um, scoring. And maybe that's the digital banking that is really going to be pushed ahead without anyone standing in the way. It's all full speed ahead. And also, I would say on that point, the Bitcoin and um, cryptocurrency will also be going full speed ahead. So, you know, whether you like it or you don't like it, all these things can move forward because Uranus is way behind them. Uranus being the last planet to go forward for this APDM. But also, therefore, also humanitarian ideals will go forward. So, you know, hopefully I was saying, you know, more equality, more, um, uh, you know, maybe around the world where places like Iran, where we're having a, a crisis at the moment, you know, that it gets the support and that we get to um, really have more equality on a global level. You know, not forgetting what we have on a more personal level, when you see countries going through such um, trauma and um, executions, etc., you realise that that's where we need the equality. We need to balance this on a global level, not just in, you know, in our own home. Yeah, not just in our own homes. And, and actually, uh, as Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury, Uranus starts this APDM and Mercury on the 21st of April ends it by going into another retrograde uh, in April. So, um, you know, the, it has a very much, you know, that new ideas are coming in with Uranus, Uranus you, big ideas are coming forward sort of from top down. And when we get to Mercury going retrograde, it's Mercury, maybe it's the bottom going, nah, nah, nah I need to go back and reconsider this. So it's the people here going, right, what is going to be happening here? Let me get to grips with this. And um, so the, the two, the higher and lower octave of each other, really own this APDM period. And so that will be all sorts of um, friends, friends, not family, <laughs> that will be friends, um, communication, groups, projects, humanitarian stuff, IT, tech, digital, all those kind of things will be at the forefront of this swift move forward. And to cap this as well, on the 28th and 29th of, um, of January, on the 20, sorry, on the 28th and 29th of January, the Sun and Mercury are going to be working together to enhance what is going on in Taurus. And of course, Taurus, we've got the North Node still in Taurus and we've got Uranus in Taurus. Uh, crazy old Uranus. And so the North Node is our destiny point. It's our future mission. And because it's here with Uranus, it's like opening up some wild, crazy ideas for what is going to be happening in the future. But also, as I say, the digital idea, digital banking, digital facial recognition, all those things, taking it forward into the, into the future. But also because Taurus is the planet, it's like we're really going to get uh, an enhanced planet and I really feel that could happen with 5G that the planet is being enhanced by the ring of um, the ring of uh, tech that is going to be you know set off and around the world that we've got so much communication going on around the planet it's almost like we're going to be live wired um, and I say this because you know in this civilization we are supposed to be dropped 
destroying ourselves, if we are to, destroying ourselves with air. Because previous, previously, with the um, Atlantic, Atlantean, sorry, with the Atlantean civilization before us, they destroyed themselves with water. Because you will know that the Atlantean karma is water karma. Atlantean karma is obviously about your solar plexus as well. But the um, Atlantean destruction was the big deluge. Now, when you go back to the Lemurians, who were in a kind of watery world anyway, the Lemurian civilization before Atlantean, uh, they destroyed themselves with fire. And so now we are are due and I don't think it's due yet to destroy ourselves with air and I think what we're doing here with um with the 5G and with all the satellites that are around us you know we are making um you know destroying ourselves with air so that could be nu nuclear or it could be just the fact that we've got our airwaves are so full of Wi-Fi, 5G, all those electromagnetic waves that are just going to get more and more intense for humanity. But anyway, coming back to January on the 28th and 29th, uh, these kind of ideas for the planet are going to be enhanced because the North Node is here pushing us forward. But also, you know, that sense Taurus rules our bodies and empowerment within our bodies, our, our self, our, the idea that we can self-regulate our own bodies and it's not, our bodies are not owned by Big Pharma or the government. We can say no and we can um, do choose our own medical ideas around our body, what we want to do and um, and whether we want to be fertile or not as well. Taurus rules sex too and fertility, don't forget. So there will be some ideas around that. Um, and we may feel like we've gone backwards in recent years on this, but this is really, we are going to be moving forward in many of these directions. And the other idea here for the 28th, 29th, when North Node and Uranus are really kind of coming to their fore in Taurus, we are going to have a concentration or an enhancement of our food processing and what's going on there. There's more. So for the UK, just now, we've just been um, a little... Uh, legislation has just got through in Parliament that wasn't announced in the mainstream media that they now don't have to identify um, gen genetically modified products. They don't have to have it on the label. How did that get through without anyone putting up a fight? So things like that will be coming to the fore as well. And also factory farming, intensive farming. Are they in, in Denmark or in, in Holland, in the Netherlands? Are they trying to take all the small holdings, the farmers? I think it was 3,000 farms the government were trying to take off them so they could build super farms or actually control the supply of food. This is all going to be in the news and um, we need to get with it to see what is really going on. So in January, Jan I can't say that, in January, we really are going to be coming and looking at all these future ideas for this planet it's, it's such a massive shift forward for us to be so future focused in January, which I, I guess does happen anyway. But the planets are going right here. We here we are. This is what's this is what's coming up. This is what's coming up next. So anyway, I hope hope you have a good January and I hope this enhances all the things you've got planned for yourself. So please do let me know. And um, yeah, let me know what you're getting up to. Thank you very much. See you next episode. Oh,